Hey yo, welcome to the No Show. I'm your host Jack, and with me today we have got Murph and Crawford. Hey, thank you both so much for coming today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, Ooh, it's gonna be a fun time. So I know you both from LMT, and we've had quite a few LMT people on the show lately. I feel like your show's full of LMT. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Murph, you've actually been on the show before. I have. It was yes. fun. Yeah. Yeah, Crawford, this is your first time. Yeah, your first. Of course, yeah. Right off the bat, I just got to talk about. It. I just had the last few minutes for me were a little weird, and it was um pretty funny. So I texted you guys that I had to go pick up a package from the lobby of my building, and so it's going to be a few minutes late to this. Um, I've been waiting on this package that my parents sent me from Sarnia, and I literally I have like the tracking site up, and I made a mental note. Like, tell Mirth and Crawford you might have to briefly leave to get a package if it arrives while you're recording. Um, I went to the bathroom, like, before we started recording. And when I got back, I refreshed the site, and it said, attempted delivery, receiver unavailable. So I was like, I didn't hear any knock at my door. I know I've ordered, like, a couple Amazon things here before, and they will just leave it outside of my like like outside the front door of my place yeah, and I- so i checked i checked there <laughs> didn't see it um i went down to the lobby didn't see it there so i'm just gonna keep waiting and see if i get it at some point oh gosh yeah because oh. no, we saw your message and it was worth and i were just talking and we were like where where are you but yeah just saw you on facebook Wait, that's funny attempted <laughs> delivery of like you don't and Amazon mm. doesn't care. Like Amazon will literally like throw your package at your door. They don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that like in the lobby, we have like special boxes for Canada Post to do it. But this is pure later. So I don't know what Ooh. they do, if they will leave it here or not. There's usually like a few packages in that little like entryway of my building, like on the main floor. Um, but they're mostly like HelloFresh all that stuff. Um, and so I did check those. It is not one of those. But yeah, we'll see if it, maybe I'll have to step out for like two minutes <laughs> and grab it. We'll see. Oh, what... wait, so you didn't find it. I did not find it, no. So um, no. So I, I guess I do have to give a little warning. Um, I'm waiting on a package. Uh, if it arrives during the recording, I'll just briefly stop the recording and step out for like two minutes and grab it. Um, but yeah, we'll see if that happens. <laughs> <laughs> It because it also says um, on the tracking site, it gives like I can see like all the updates from like shipping label created to attempted delivery. And I saw I noticed that um, this morning at like 11 a.m. I was picked up in Guelph for delivery. And then the notification at 418 that it was attempted delivery also says Guelph. And so I don't think it would still be in Guelph like th- five hours later. No, it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although yeah. I've also found that those um, uh, guidelines that they give about packages rarely make any sense anyway, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I usually have pretty good luck with like waiting times on packages. Last year, um, for my one friend back in Sarnia, her birthday our friend group organized, like we all pitched in and got her something and I was in charge of ordering it. And I ordered it like two weeks before her birthday just to be safe. And they said, okay, your order's processed. You'll get it in about a week. And I said, awesome, great. And then three days later, it was at my front door. <laughs> and I wow. went, sweet. So I just have this now for a week. Oh, that's efficiency. Yeah, no, <laughs> I've been having really good like delivery times like since... Probably since I understood, like I understood how to, I understand how to use like websites better now, um, mm-hmm. than when I was like a kid ordering from Amazon, right? So, I'm just mm-hmm. it's been better. I've been getting stuff quicker, which makes me happy because I'm so I'm so impatient. I can't. <laughs> Same, so yeah. Impatient. I can't. Oh, yeah. Always so excited. Yeah, I usually like never order stuff too. So whenever I do, I'm like, I want to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amazon Prime. Yeah. I have my um, VR headset that I love so much, and I um, I ordered it online, 
and it took it took like two weeks to arrive because it was it had like just come out and I was excited about it. And then like the week after that, I went to I went to Best Buy to grab like I think like like a charging cord and I saw they had it there. And I was like, oh, I could have just oh. walked in here and grabbed it. <laughs> but I went, I ordered it with somewhere. I mean, it, that, the headset could have like just got in like the day of, right? So that's true. That's true. Yeah. So I know at my work, like we get currently PS5s are a hot topic. Ooh, um, yes. And like the new Xbox that just came out. And, but oh, we yeah. only get them like once in a blue moon. Like we don't even know when we get them, they just kind of show up at our store. Mm-hmm. And so. It's really a, like it depends on if you're lucky that day if you get there or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. vanish quickly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not super into like console or, or or just like gaming in general, but I I do love VR. Um, but I like I follow a lot of people who are, and all, all I kept hearing for months was like the new PlayStation just is nowhere, and yep. it was so difficult to get a hold of. And I'm trying to. I'm trying to build at some point in the next year, uh, like a desktop computer for me to have just a more powerful thing than my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now you cannot get like a graphics card anywhere because they're being used for like Bitcoin mining. Uh, and so people are just buying like 30 at once and setting up these huge mines. And it's uh, it's pretty funny. Someone had to explain to me what Bitcoin was and I'm still, it's so, <laughs> what, it's so weird. I'm like, it's money, but it's like not. It's now, it's one of the national currencies of El Salvador. Oh my God. I saw that in news. They bought like a bunch of it and it's like one of their currencies now. <laughs> and it's That's pretty so funny. Dumb. I think, I think, I forget who, maybe it was Gunho. Um, Gunho mm-hmm. was in our show. Um, and was on the show last week, actually. Yeah, I saw that he was in the show mm-hmm. last week. I think he told me about like this one. Um, lady who had like a bunch of like bitcoins like millions or whatever in her account but she couldn't figure she couldn't remember her password mm-hmm. and so when she called um they couldn't do anything for her so she lost all of those bitcoins oh, oh no. so, like, hear stories like, like that millions billions yeah there was a guy who talked about like in like the early 2000s he ordered a pizza and he didn't have any cash so he was like would you would you take like 10 Bitcoin? And the guy was like, sure. And 10 Bitcoin now is like half a million dollars. <laughs> my dad, my dad's a huge tech guy who worked at like, who worked at like, um, like, I don't remember what it's called. Like this, it used to, it, it, it's like now like the source, he worked at like a tech store. And I, and he said to me, he was like, Jack, I always would think about like, maybe I should get a couple Bitcoin because they're like five bucks now. And I, he said he would he would be like I so wish I'd gotten a couple of Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have. Sorry, I got to remember to talk about this. I I have like it's like a saga. I have a complaint about Waterloo Public Transit that turns into a story from this morning. What happened? Oh, like God. this happened today. So um, I hate Waterloo Public. Transit. My biggest complaint about like the buses in Waterloo is how some of them are scheduled so far apart in time. Like this morning, I had to go uptown to get something. Um, and I actually was at your work for a little bit, Mirth, to, uh, <laughs> this morning. I had to, I, I saw it and I was like, I do need something from there. And so I swung by. Um, and I was, I usually walk everywhere. I like walking. Every Saturday, I go for like a huge walk around the city. Um, oh, but nice. I was just thinking like, I got a couple of things I want to do before my class today. I should bus just to save time. And so I checked the map, like my app, and it was it said like the next bus is in 20 minutes. And so I just thought, I'll just walk it. I'll just walk there. <laughs> so that's like my biggest complaint about the transit is just some like it's just so far apart. They are. Um and then I'm not sure if they've changed it or if they haven't, but they used to be like 15 minutes apart. And like I think mm-hmm. sometimes during the day they are, like for like an hour or two when it's like the busiest. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they've changed to like 30 minutes. And like the bus to St. Jacobs is like every, there's like certain times. I think it comes out like noon. No, it comes out like mm-hmm. eight in the morning, then uh, one or two, then at four, and then at mm-hmm. six. And that's it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, great. So, so specific. <laughs> so if you want to come back from St. Jacobs, you're kind of screwed. Mm-hmm. Well, even to the south, like I don't take public transit much anymore because I have a car. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
but I but I remember my first year I was really interested in Academy Award winning films and so I'd go down to the uh, theater at the Sports World Complex because that was the only theater that would show these films mm-hmm. but it's the buses were very infrequent and like every time a bus would pass mm-hmm. it would be full and you'd have to wait oh. a few hours in the evening for a oh, yeah. bus that wasn't full just because they were spaced out so much. And there's so many people. It was annoying. If you're trying to like watch a movie too, where they have like specific times that you need to be there to see the start of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Uh, and then here's where it turns into a story. So I was walking. I ended up walking down like Regina kind of going around there because there's i think they have a little section of the sidewalk closed on king street because of that construction like they're yeah. now working on the sidewalk and i didn't want to work in the, I, I like i didn't want to walk in the construction anyway and so i i went down regina and um there's like right after the intersection of university and regina there's like that little parking lot that has i think a bubble tea place like a hot pot place like a yeah, couple no, little very very small mm-hmm, food spots mm-hmm. and I'm walking up, I'm on the sidewalk, I'm walking up to like the driveway to the parking lot, but I'm not that close to it. I would say I'm maybe like 20 feet from it and kind of parked there waiting to turn onto the road is a very small semi truck, like like a semi truck that would be like delivering food to one of these very small food places, like a little baby semi truck. Yeah. And um, kind of quickly and suddenly the semi truck just reverses back into the parking lot. I hear a crunch and a car horn because the semi trunk has backed into a car. (laughs) It was very, very minor, like incredibly minor. And I was like, should I stop? I I really slowed down my walking to see if they would call me over, like like, so that they would see that I was walking by. Um, But everyone, like I could tell there was not even like any minor injuries. And it was a company vehicle. So I went, they're not going to try to like mess with this lady. So I just went, I'm like, I slowed down so they could see me. And then I just kind of kept going. Um, and the lady was not happy. I could hear as I was walking away. <laughs> she was not happy with these two guys. Um, it got like, they were kind of like corner to corner. Like they hit like the front right corner of her car. Like that uh, headlight okay. got a little crunched. Uh, and yeah that was kind of uh interesting and um i think i couldn't i don't think he was backing up into the parking lot to avoid me it was very quick i think my theory about what happened is i think he saw me walking up because i wasn't even that close i think he saw me walking up put it in reverse to back up into the parking lot to get out of my way so i could walk on the sidewalk but then decided I was too far away and decided to just go forward onto the street, but forgot he was in reverse. Because it was was very quick. It wasn't like a very slow roll back off the sidewalk. It was literally like, whoop, just into this car. Yeah. I had literally like 30 seconds before I thought to myself, I got to talk about my transit complaints on the show. And then that happened (laughs) and I went, I got to talk about that on the show this week. No, Jack, that's my nightmare. Like, I sometimes forget that my car's mm-hmm. in reverse <laughs> yes. when I'm doing like a when I'm doing a three or like mm-hmm. when I'm doing a three point turn or mm-hmm. something like that. Not when I'm in park or like I'm backing up into a spot or anything like that. Not that but when I'm doing a three point turn, I'm like, oh, why is my car going back? And then <laughs> I realize it's still in reverse. I mean, at least in a three point turn, you're not going very fast, so it's like through very mm-hmm. quick. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Unlike this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always worried about, I have big feet, so I'm always worried about hitting the wrong pedal. Like hitting like the brake when I'm, I mean like hitting like the gas when I'm meant to hit the brake is like my biggest fear. And I have, I have done that before, but usually not, usually just like if I'm like never in like a dangerous situation have I ever done that. But I've, I have done that before where I've gone like an extra like foot and I go, oh, there's the brake just because I, I haven't fully moved my foot over. No, no, I've definitely done that. But thankfully, the car's always been in park. So you hear this rev up that sort of stops you for a minute. (laughs) I like, oh my God, I had like just gotten my G2. um, So I was just able to drive on my own. And I had to borrow my dad's car for a thing. I think it was driving me me and my one friend somewhere. 
And so um, I got it from him and he had it parked. And as he was walking away, I did that where I was still in park, but I hit the gas. And so I just revved the car a lot. And then I texted him and I was like, that was not me being reckless. That was an accident. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> I was like, don't think I just revved the car at you as you were walking away. Mm-hmm. But oh man, I just don't want to be in a crash that's my fault. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's my Definitely. big thing. I want it to like a hundred percent be the other the person's, other person's fault. fault. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Although I've actually been in a crash that was the other person's fault, and it Ooh. admittedly was not a lot of fun for me either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thankfully, I wasn't driving. But oh yeah, yeah. Don't really want to go through that mm-hmm. again. Yeah, I've been in a couple very minor scrapes, and it's as a as as a passenger, it's kind of interesting how it just like takes up your whole next couple hours. Random, mm-hmm. but have you guys seen like those videos of you're on the highway and you're about to get off the highway, so you go into uh, the exit lane and you're mm-hmm. like, there's a car in front of you and the car starts going straight, like past the exit, but proceeds to cross the line into the exit Ooh. so that you hit them and it's your fault. I think I have seen those. Yeah. I've and seen, then because it's your fault. If you hit someone like in front of you, like it's always your fault. Right. So mm-hmm. and that's where that's like insurance. That's for the insurance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like something that almost happened to my friend when we went to Halloween shopping and um but she slowed down before that could happen like she slowed mm. down and so the guy like went nice. back into his lane when he realized he couldn't get like her to hit him and mm. we were just like that's kind of sus like we were like <laughs> did he just forget to exit or mm-hmm. that is why i thought if it wasn't a company car that had hit that had backed up into the car i totally would have stopped because mm-hmm. then they could 100 percent have claimed well they drove into me like that would have seemed more likely but because it was a company car i was like they have all this stuff to do with. They're not going to try mm-hmm. to lie through it. Um, mm-hmm. What was I going to say? I totally lost it. What else is on your list, Jack? Oh, yes. There is. Um, in Sarnia, there's there's like the 40. There's like kind of like a small minor. I mean, it, it is a highway. There, there's a highway that kind of runs through Sarnia, my hometown. Um, and it's not that bad of a highway. But there's one exit that takes you into like kind of the area where I live in Sarnia. And the like it doesn't the ramp isn't for a bit, but the lane splits up pretty early. And so you will see pretty often a car will cross like a lane that like no one drives in because it's in between two lanes to get into the exit lane. And I myself have definitely done that a few times. I've been driving (laughs) a gun. That's my exit. I got to cross three lanes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a fun time. It's a fun time. So we can jump into the first game of the episode. Oh, yay. Okay. I failed at these games last time. Yeah. <laughs> so this was inspired by you, Crawford, actually. Oh, okay. um, we had a little hangout last week at a friend's place. And Crawford, you asked me um, about a musical that I don't like, but everyone loves. And that got me thinking about like movies and their ratings. So here's the game. I'm going to name two movies. Um, they're either similar or like one's a remake of the other, something like that. And the question is, you're trying to guess which one is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. The site. Okay. Um, and so, and so also, I'll give an extra detail here. Rotten Tomatoes rates every movie two ways. They give the critics rating. And the audience rating, you are guessing the critics rating, which is higher on the critics rating. But I will okay. tell you the audience rating after, just because I, I, I think that is important. All right. So get right into it. So the first pair of movies is which is rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes. The Les Mis movie or the 2005 Rent movie? My guess is Les Mis. My guess is it's not hugely high but i don't think rent was rated very high at all i don't think rent was rated high mm-hmm. i will say i guess the name is too that's it you are both correct lame is so lame is had a rating of 70 percent by critics 79 percent by audience i Ooh. thought audience would be lower um and the rent movie had a critics rating of 46 percent but an audience rating of 83 percent 
Wow. Yeah, that's why I'm like, the game is about the critics rating, but I have to also mention the audience because audience ratings can be so wildly different. It's pretty funny. All right, so good job so far. Job so far. We on to the second pair. This is more my kind of movie, um, which are rated higher. Uh, the Iron Man movie, the first Iron Man movie, or Avengers Endgame. It's about 10 years apart, but the same like franchise. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that's a harder one. Is it Endgame? Hmm? Sorry, I'm trying to oh, so work with Crawford. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I would say Endgame, although it, I, I, I'm not sure. It could go not either way. Either or, yeah. Endgame. I'm going to go with Endgame. Yeah, I'll go with that, too. This time it is Iron Man. so actually originally it was going to be iron man or the first avengers movie but they had the same rating so i just switched (laughs) to endgame um iron man but they are very close iron man critics rating of 94 percent audience rating of 91 percent and then endgame had a critics rating of 91 percent and an audience rating of 91 percent wow the same rating across the board and same as the audience rating for iron man so they were very close I was going to say, that's really hard. Those mm-hmm. two. Yeah. I think Iron Man has the nostalgia value. I think yeah. that's where it comes in. Because it's like, it started the MCU. Right. Yeah. And then, kind of in the same vein, next pair of movies, we have the 2002 Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie or Spider-Man Homecoming, the first Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. Oh. Oh. I've not watched either. I'm horrible, but um, <laughs> I'm good. But um, uh, I uh, it again. It could really go either way. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say homecoming. <clears throat> okay, I'm gonna pick the other one just to be a contrarian. <laughs> Ooh, this time it is Spider-Man: Homecoming. Oh, Okay, so the 2002 Spider-Man, critics rating of 90%, audience rating of 67%, so pretty low. Then Homecoming had a critics rating of 92%, audience rating of 87%. Hmm. Okay, kind of over the across the board higher. All right, next time, now we're going kind of back into musicals. So which is rated higher, the original 1982 Annie movie or... The 2014 Jamie Foxx Annie remake. I feel like it's an Annie remake. I actually think it's the original. Mm. Split again this time. It is the original Annie movie. It's rated higher. I am surprised. Here's what surprised me. The original Annie movie, 1982, had a critics rating of 53%. Audience of 69%. That feels low to me for such Mm -hmm. like an iconic. Really low. Classic musical. Then the 2014 Annie Rebake had a critics rating of 28%. <laughs> audience rating of 59%. Please. <laughs> People Scaling. do not like it. Yeah. And then um, next pair, very similar to the last pair. Question is, what is rated higher? The 1978 Grease movie or the 2016 Grease Live with Aaron Tveit? Kind of stretching the I feel like it's oh gosh. I know nothing the about original? the Yeah, I'm leaning towards the original. I know nothing about the um twenty eighteen live show. I know so like not a lot guess. of people like the twenty eighteen live. Mm-hmm. Versus the original. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but that's just me. Um <laughs> I'm gonna go original on that yeah, one. Me too. This time you are both incorrect. Really? And it's crazy to me how big the difference is. So the original Grease movie, critics rating 76%, audience rating 87%. So kind of high, both counts. 2016 Grease Live had a, had a critics rating of 92%. Wow. But an audience rating of 68%. So yeah, Ooh. the audience did not like it, but the critics loved it. Oh. And so like that fascinates me. It's funny to me. Next time, we're taking my two favorite movies, putting them head-to-head. 
Question is, what is rated higher, Interstellar or La La Land? Never seen Interstellar. Oh, gosh. I actually like these two movies as well. Mm -hmm. My pick would be for La La Land. I can see La La Land because I actually know of it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, these ratings, like audience versus critic, did make sense to me. Um, No, actually, no. Sorry, I meant like, yeah, they did make sense. Yes. So Interstellar. Oh, sorry. Remind me, remind me what your guesses were. I told, I told. La La Land. La La Land. La Land. You are both correct. Okay. So Interstellar, critic rating 72%. Audience rating 86%. So the audience liked it more, which I did expect. Um, La La Land, critic rating 91%. Audience rating 81%. Oh. I also thought that makes sense, that the critics liked it more than the audience. Yeah. Yeah. They almost won the Oscar, sort of. and then last is kind of fun um the last pair of movies that we have the question is what is rated higher the 1980 movie fame or the 2009 (laughs) remake of fame i gotta say 1980 fame yeah that that's me you're both correct let's hear these numbers uh, the original 1980 fame had a critics rating 81 percent audience rating 69 percent and the famed 2009 remake had a critics rating of 24% Ooh. and an audience rating of 36%. Yikes. No, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing like trailers for the, for the fame remake, but I was too young to know about like the original movie. Mm. And, so, and so like, and then I, and then I found out later, I was like, oh, fame was an actual movie. Like from mm-hmm. the 80s. And now it's a musical yep. that we're doing. Now it's a musical we're doing. It's a very fun one. Yeah. One of my favorite things about like the stage show, which came after the movie, and that really surprised me is that in the stage show, they mentioned the movie several times. Because yep. I thought it would be like, it doesn't exist. But several times they say it. They say it, and I'm they like, say it so oh, many times. It's in a song. That's funny to be, yeah. And like the plot lines are somewhat similar. Yeah. Similar characters, yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've seen the original. Um, and yeah, you, you notice that there are some characters in the musical that remind you a lot of the movie, just in mm-hmm. the, the way that the plots continue. Yeah. I haven't seen it, but I looked up like the synopsis of it. And um, the, the stage show just seems more like light. You know what I mean? I feel like the movie seemed very, very heavy. And like a lot of like darker storylines. From what I read, yeah, yeah, that is. So it's well done. Um, I did not keep track of scores. I don't usually keep track of scores. (laughs) Good job, good job. I think Robert won. I think it was tied actually. Oh, yeah, it's nice. Nice. Yeah, I do always like seeing how like there are some movies where the critics and the audience are just totally two opposite things. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. Pretty fun to see. Oh, I should look up um the um hold on my roommate text huh my roommate just met, my roommate is um home right now cat sitting his cats and um so he's like he's 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 a Mississauga he's not even here and he just messaged me saying hey was there a fire at our building or another fire drill because sometimes people pull the fire alarm. Mm. I don't think the fire alarm went off. I would hear it. It's pretty loud. Even through my <laughs> even through even through my headset I would hear it. Um I'll say I did I did I didn't hear the fire alarm go off. <laughs> I'm st- I'm still in my room. <laughs> so I hope it didn't um, go off. I think it's all fine. Yeah. Uh so yeah, what was I saying? There was there was um a big thing going on with the Eternals movie that just came out, like the Marvel movie. I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but there is a big thing where um, it has like Marvel's first, um, it has Marvel's first like uh, gay couple on screen. And so it was getting review bombed. Really? So, yeah, it has a critics review of 48%. Um, but everyone else was like, no, it was a good movie. And I, it was I, a good I heard, movie. I heard I'm it was so a good movie. This. I'm so heated. I have, like, I it's getting bad ratings. It, it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, I still need to watch it. But I like, yeah, all I heard was like, it was a really good movie. They they did a great job of it. 
I think people, sorry, it's not a spoiler, but I think people expected more action than there was. Well, really, it was more storyline. Oh, I see that. Yeah. I feel like you gotta have a lot of storyline. When you're like introducing this whole section of characters that have been here the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was understanding. Yeah. I saw something else. So I usually just have like conversation topics ready to bring up if the conversation just goes flat, but I literally have like things that I want to specifically mention today. <laughs> I found out about the most interesting thing the other day. And I wonder if you guys have already, have you guys heard of this thing? It's called long time nuclear waste warning messages. Nope. No, it's crazy. So it's this idea. The idea is that there's areas where we dump nuclear waste so that it doesn't hurt people. And there's an interesting idea, and it's the idea of how do, like, how do we put up messages at these sites so that people 10,000 years from now will know that it's dangerous? And it's so interesting because it's like, how do you convey to either humans who probably don't speak, like, who, like, who, like language will definitely have changed by then. So it's, it's the idea of, like, how do we... How do we make this thing that will transcend language or even like alien beings? Maybe it's, this, it's this cool idea. And they've, I think that it's kind of gone flat now. Like they don't like they're not actually working on it anymore, but it was like, they were legitimately like working on this and they have yeah. like ideas made up. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Tended to deter human intrusion at nuclear waste depositories in the far future. Within or above the order of magnitude of 10,000 years. 10,000 years. Yeah. So they want to convey that it's man-made and dangerous. Mm. Would pictographs work for that kind of um, thing? That's what that's what they've been using. Like there's a pictograph on the Wikipedia of like a stick figure like and like a pit. And it's showing like them being hurt by like the pit. Uh, here's messages. So, oh, so they they have an actual like. Oh, I see. They have a series of messages that they've written to try to like transcend language changes. And um, yes, I'll read the thing out. It says, um, "This is a message and part of a system of messages. Pay attention to it." Sending send, send send, this message was important to us. We considered ourselves to be a powerful culture. This is not a place of honor. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. Nothing valued is here. What is here is dangerous and repulsive to us. This is a warning about danger. (laughs) The danger is at a particular location. It increases towards the center. The center of danger is here of a certain size and shape and below us. It's pretty interesting. Um, The danger is still present in your time as it was in ours. The The danger is to the body. It can kill. The form of danger is an emanation of energy. And the last one says, the danger is unleashed only if you disturb this place physically. The place is best shunned and left uninhabited. Oh, wow. It's oh. almost like a magical oh. warning. Exactly, yeah. It's a neat idea of like these things that are still going to be dangerous like years and years and years in the future. How do we warn people about it? Oh, so cool. I don't know. I feel like symbols are still like the best thing. Mm-hmm. that's use. the idea yeah that's the idea of like these symbols that are kind of like universally recognized mm-hmm. as like danger symbols or like an x something like that like the like the biohazard symbol for example. or like symbols are easy easier to decipher right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah they like transcend languages mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the idea of like of like uh like thumbs up meaning good yeah. is like universal it's a neat it's mm-hmm. a neat idea I guess the only question I would have is if humans aren't here in 10,000 years, this is so hypothetical, mm-hmm. but if it's a, if it's an alien race, that's not, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't walk on two legs and is a very different physique, mm-hmm. would the symbols break down at that point? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. Oh, that's yeah. like a huge question of is like, if this isn't even for humans, how do we communicate that this is dangerous and should be left alone? It's like when they send out, like, they'll just, like, shoot, like, they shot, like, that gold record into space that had, like, etchings on it and images on it. It's the idea of, like, maybe somebody will find it. (laughs) (laughs) 
they'll figure out how to get to us and we could try to communicate. Very interesting idea. Idea of space travel and just how far away everything is from each other. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a Needham. I saw Needham is like an eth it was like a possible future ethical dilemma with space travel. And the idea is that you have like a generation ship and you put people on it going 1% the speed of light to the nearest star, which is about, f yeah, I think it's like four light years away. So it will take them, it'll take them 400 years to get to this star. Um, something like that. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it'll take them like that much time to get to, to, to get to, to get to the star where they can then set up on a planet, like a new uh, colony. And the idea is that there's going to be like 14 generations of people or like however many on this ship. Um, and so the idea is that if halfway through of their trip, humans discover how to send a ship 10% the speed of light, like, do we do it? Do we then send a second ship, which will get there first, but it renders the first ship useless? It's a neat idea. It's an interesting idea of like... Ooh, like, like, do you send it if it renders these whole 14 generations of people just like unimportant now? It's a, it's a neat possible dilemma mm. about a counter. I would wonder um, also about the money involved as well. Like oh, yeah, if you wanted imagine. to send something 10% the speed of flight, I wonder if it would just be more economical to be like, okay, well, let's send it to the next closest star instead, since it's probably going to arrive sooner. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, spread out even even uh, further. Oh, uh, yeah. It's funny. Space travel is just crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, it's... We're trying to get so far away. Yeah, definitely. No, it's just mm -hmm. interesting reading about just the <clears throat> distance involved, I think. Yeah, just the yeah. amount of, you know, space, <laughs> space yeah, exactly, that we have yeah. to cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I saw a neat... I saw a really cool, it was kind of an example of like how fast like tech, like technology progressed very early on. And it was where like there was 66 years between the invention of the airplane and someone stepping on the moon. Oh, and it was like, oh, yes, yeah, six. Yeah. And it's like, we're approaching that amount of time after the moon. <laughs> and like, oh, that's so crazy. Like, like how it goes so fast and then it kind of slows down and gets more mm. steady mm -hmm. it's crazy but we can go into the second game of the episode it's pretty okay. cool so this one is in a similar inspiration as the first one so um today is the last day of november as of recording this this will come out on wednesday the second day of december um no and november has a trend no nuance november where you give your unpopular opinions um, and so I've collected a few unpopular opinions about theater. So I'm going to go through them. And we'll talk about them. <laughs> see what we think about them. Oh, we'll get canceled after this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get banned from LMD. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but go for it. First one. The Les Mis movie is underrated. I actually really agree <laughs> with this. Honestly, I do. I like the movie. I also movie. agree with this. I like the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just really like Anne Hathaway. And okay. Mm. So this is, I know that the director for Les Mis is the same director for Cats. And I know that in oh, Cats, really? he tried to have the same sort of realistic vibe that he did for Les Mis. And in Cats, it was mm. a bad idea. But I actually think in Les Mis, the aesthetic largely worked for the musical. Mm. Or at least it was a good idea. I think it I was think a good so, idea. Yeah. I think it was executed <clears throat> pretty well too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, it was like it was a musical that got me into musicals, and so it mm -hmm. has that it, it has that like nostalgic, like feeling. Where, where I'm like, oh, I like that movie. It's a classic. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I don't know, maybe when I watched it, I wasn't into because it wasn't a musical that got me into musicals. When I watched it, I wasn't like too into musicals, so I wasn't as like, crit like mm -hmm. critiquing it. Um, and I haven't watched it too much since. I've like watched a bit, eat like a bit because it's long. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it's, yeah, long. It's a journey. Um, but I still don't think it's like. I think I don't think it's. Over I think it's underrated. I don't think it's as bad as 
people mm-hmm. are saying. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's interesting because um, for me, it's not a movie that got me into musicals. It is a movie that sort of got my parents into musicals mm-hmm. because one of the complaints they had was that musicals were too light and fluffy and Les Mis is not that. So <laughs> not that. No, it's very different. So it, it it got them interested and now we're... We're, and I mean, they liked the sound of music, but they they really liked Les Mis. So it was a conversation awesome. starter. Very nice, sweet. So yeah, pretty across the board agreements there. And we'll move on to the second one now. Um, not every show deserves a standing ovation. I found these online. These are not my own personal ones that I put onto paper. <laughs> I, I don't I, think that's true. Yeah, I agree. I think a standing ovation. I think now is less like an expression of quality about the musical and more of like an expression of like respect for the actors. Yeah. It's gratitude mm-hmm. for the actors that put in the work mm-hmm. and time to put on a show for you Yeah, versus mm-hmm. the show. Even if you don't like the show, you got to appreciate the people that did all the hard work to make the show happen. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I know. I'm definitely mm-hmm. in agreement there. It's a, an acknowledgement of, of effort, I think. Like, obviously, you mm-hmm. can clap, like, very enthusiastically in your seat if you want to. Like, it's not a huge thing, but I don't think saying it's only for the show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can't give, like, a, a, a standing ovation for some reason, like, like you're still able to, like, express that same amount of, like, gratitude. Like, if you have, like, a disability or something like that, you're totally able to express that. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's less, yeah, it's more just, like, you guys worked hard congrats it's so it's more rude when like no one like not when no one stands but when like everyone's kind of just like yeah even like enthusiastically <laughs> clapping i forget mm-hmm. which show i forget if it was carrie or catch me if you can but there was one of those shows like one of the shows and then one show in that show like one of the shows we did where like they literally just like all clapped in their seat i forget <laughs> which show it was but it had you know, catch me if you can a show and catch me if you can where they all just sat in their seats and clapped and which which is fine, like but we were all kind of like, um yeah. okay. I mean, it's better than silence. It's better than silence, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Not so get... greedy, but we were kind of just like, does that mean they mm-hmm. liked it or <laughs> you'll get like matinee crowds are always very calm and never very crazy and yeah. rowdy. Friday night mm-hmm. uh crowds are are Oof. insane. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Nice. All right. Uh next one. Andrew Lloyd Webber is overrated. Ooh. I think he has strong hits, but also strong misses. I was going to say. <laughs> I think yeah. he's praised um, a lot, but mm-hmm. like should acknowledge his like not so great stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he comes up a lot in specifically in LMT, like obviously. Right. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like he is a bit overrated. Yeah, I don't know. I I think he has strengths and weaknesses, I guess. I'm sort Mm -hmm. of towing the line here. But like, I know he's very, very good when it comes to spectacle. Like he's really quite solid Mm -hmm. there. And there are definitely songs he's written. um, Like, oh my gosh, the opening thing for Phantom of the Opera. Love that. Because that's Mm -hmm. right up my alley. Like the huge ones. The niche. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love these gothic musicals. No, but... um. Yeah, is uh, it depends, I guess. It depends. Mm-hmm. Depends on the context you're bringing him up. Depends on the context. Depends on like what what you're talking. Yeah, the context, like what you're talking like about him about like certain songs, certain musicals. I feel like it's mm-hmm. uh... yeah, good. yeah. All right, next one. Uh, kind of similar to the last one. Lin Manuel Miranda cannot sing. Ooh. Sorry. Oh, Lynn, sorry, what? It's a Lin Manuel Miranda cannot sing. I don't think he's the best singer. He can hit notes. Yeah. I think yeah. he's a much better writer. I yes. think he's a much better writer. I, I think, think, he's a, I think that's where he shines. See, mm-hmm. It's funny you say that, Mirth, because I was going to say, I, I've heard him in the Mary Poppins movie. He wasn't awful. And then yeah. I saw him in the Hamilton thing, and I was like, oh, actually, he's not as good at acting there. So it's mm. it's oh, it yeah. depends. Yeah, I do think 
I do. I think if he didn't write the shows he was in, he wouldn't be in them. That's my unpopular opinion. Well, well should we say here? Because I don't want to get banned from LMTV. No, I know. Yeah. Um, I you know, actually agree. He can write. He's incredibly I talented. I agree, with mm-hmm. I agree with that. He is a wonderful writer, like a like amazing yeah. lyricist. He's like, good with like music and details and all of yeah. that. Yeah. And don't love his performance. Love him as a writer. Um, singer, he's not a bad singer, but he's not the best, obviously. And yeah, his acting is sometimes questionable, but yeah, yeah, hot topics. (laughs) (laughs) Next one plays aren't as good as musicals. True, I'm gonna say false. Really, Really? I I do agree with it. I find I enjoy musicals more. It, it really depends. Um, I will say it's. Because yeah, again, I like musicals are a lot more fun. I feel like I'm the only one saying this, but mm-hmm. mus- musicals are a lot more fun and they're they're very soulful, but maybe this is just because there's a few plays out there that I'm that I hesitate to say any musical across the board is better than. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if you know the play A Doll's House. But, bell, I've heard of it. Yeah, but the, that play, um, spoiler alert, um, ends with, <laughs> uh, it basically ends with this uh, wife walking out on her husband. And it's a really great, you know, this is reprehensible and I quit moment. And I just haven't, m- m- I know you're going to say something, Mirth, but <laughs> I haven't found that moment in a musical yet. I have a question though. Do you Do you have more musicals that you enjoyed than plays? I I enjoy them in very different ways. Plays are a bit more cerebral, whereas there's really nothing, no play I can think of other than maybe the end of A Doll's House that really hits my heart like a musical would. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, I just, I I have seen more musicals in plays, so I think I'm a bit biased. Like, I feel if you like saw like equal amount, that's, you can answer the question a bit better. But I just feel more engaged in a musical. I don't know, maybe because they're more theatric to me. Um, mm-hmm. versus like really like or like really dramatic plays I don't know I just feel more connected to a musical um, I mean, because it has like all the things I love like dancing singing acting mm-hmm. like all that well it plays more, more just like acting right um, mm-hmm. and it's only like the one thing while musicals to me are more dimensional which is really mm-hmm. weird but that's just how my brain works mm-hmm. so that's where that's why I think that is that statement's true mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I'm not saying that musicals are worse than plays. I don't want to get canceled. (laughs) I'm saying they're they're good in their own way. Opinions. These are just our opinions. Opinions, yeah. (laughs) Do not roast us. Oh yeah. For me, it really boils down to I think I think for me, it's like I have a hard time like sitting still and watching something the entirety of it. So I think I guess why I love like Marvel movies so much is because there's so much action. It keeps me into it. Um, like I can watch like a very slow and like artistic movie or play, but I find that just my very energetic, like ADHD brain will just start like, I need to get moving around <laughs> if I sit here for this lot. Even like, even like amazing musicals, by the end of it, I'm like, I got to get up and walk around. I'm so like, I can't sit down for this long. Uh, so yeah, I think that's why musicals tend to just have more for me to keep me sitting down. Yeah. All right. We have one more. This one is mine. This one is my unpopular theater opinion. I think it's just a pretty unspoken theater opinion, and I will gladly explain it. I think big theater companies, including big community theater companies, usually have very toxic environments. Oh. And this is, like, from my own experience. I find that even, like... I find that they just really care about the end result and not really about the people. Oh, I see. I can see that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this happens, especially in community theater, because like they're volunteers. There's at least like like professional theater at least has like it's it's like a workplace almost. But community theater has these just like boundaries don't exist. And it could be a quite a quite a quite toxic place if it's a really big. So, sorry, I'm gonna get so canceled for this, and I hope <laughs> no one hates me. But I feel like I see that sometimes in like 
in clubs like university clubs like lmt like musical theater Mm -hmm. clubs i feel like sometimes that line gets like we teeter on that line a bit Mm -hmm. like because um just because we all want to put on the best show right um Mm -hmm. but sometimes Mm -hmm. we need to remember that one specifically us we're a club it's supposed to be fun it's not supposed to be like mental mentally like weighing you down right Mm -hmm. it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be like uplifting and so sometimes that line can get a bit blurred um Mm -hmm. most of the times it gets like brought back like (laughs) we're all kind of like okay Mm -hmm. get it together (laughs) like it's we need to like mentally like calm down a bit and think more about actors than the show itself um Mm -hmm. i don't think it's only like big theater companies i think i can see that in smaller Mm -hmm. clubs Not that oh, it's yeah. happening now. Not that it's let me. Get, it's not. No. I, it's not happening now. No, but I get it. No, it yeah. has been a thing. Totally, yeah. and it is. I think it is totally possible to be a big theater company and not have that. I think yeah. it's totally possible to have a good environment. That's like that's very much from my own experience. My hometown community theater, which I got into community, which got me like into theater, was very toxic. And I now look back, and I don't have many positive things to say about it. Um, and it just wasn't really that good of a place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun having some hot topic conversations about <laughs> popular opinions. There is today, I don't know if you guys saw this, there is a bit of discourse in the Broadway community. Have you guys seen what's going on with Anthony Ramos? No, I haven't. So there was a TikTok. I've not seen the TikTok, but I've seen all the articles about it and heard other people talk about it. There was a TikTok one round where this dancer at a strip club posted a video um, and said she saw while dancing Anthony Ramos at the strip club being very romantic with someone who is not Jasmine Cephas Jones, his fiance. So there's a bit of, ooh, Anthony. Oh, no. Okay, but why do we believe her? Like, I think I think that there's a video of it. She has video. Pr- I've not oh, seen the video oh, proof, <laughs> but I I think that people who have who have seen the proof have said it looks like him. Oh, I started a video by accident. Um, I I, I haven't Jesus. I haven't found the actual. <laughs> I haven't seen the actual video, but I say I I've been seeing some articles about it. I feel like Twitter is totally going to be blowing up about this, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend's a big fan of his, and um, I I I, I posted like my Insta. <laughs> exactly, yeah, he's trending. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of like, ooh, this is ooh, see where this see where this will go. Oh, that's bad. I don't know how celebrities expect to get away with cheating. Like if like if you're someone who like you get recognized a lot, how can you expect to blend into a crowd with? If you are famous enough that you know that you will walk into a building and at least like one or two people will recognize you by your face that, mm-hmm. like that's just dumb then yeah especially if you're seeing someone who's also famous yeah mm-hmm. and or love maybe, <laughs> maybe it doesn't really enter their mind like maybe it's a case mm-hmm. of that they think they're famous mm-hmm. enough to get away with it or that nothing bad can happen mm-hmm. in the age that's of true, technology yeah. they should not be thinking that <laughs> in this specific reason <laughs> that's true yeah Mm. Oh, I mean, I just, I just read the headlines. Apparently, now they've broken up. <gasps> oh! Is that confirmed? I saw that like I saw that like this morning, like right after I woke up. Oh, I gotta. Where Google is the this. video? <laughs> I can't find. This. <laughs> I just keep finding oh. memes. Oh my goodness! But you know what? Oh, like they, that's kind of like broken if up. you're dumb enough. One, if you're dumb enough to cheat publicly, mm-hmm. um, or cheat period, like. You're gonna mm-hmm. gonna get flamed, like yeah. Mm-hmm. And props to her that. for props to her for saying that's it. That was your chance. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. um, her Jasmine Cephas Jones. I didn't realize that her dad is Quincy Jones, like huge, mu- oh, wait, really? huge musician. Yeah, because he posted like he posted like for her birthday, and I was like, oh my god, I did not make that connection that they are Aww. related. Because he's huge. I love his music. He's huge, yeah. Mm-hmm. And his son is pretty big, too. Oh, Jones yeah. Jr. Yeah. Oh, yes, he is big, yeah. Mm-hmm. I am... Um, 
I uh I I did I, I dated a girl back in high school and um I was telling her we were playing in band like um like uh, a medley of a lot of songs and one of those songs was uh Oikomova by Santana and I mentioned it to her that we were playing that and she goes oh my uncle drummed in that and I was like what do you mean like it's a cover band and she went no my uncle drummed in Santana for a little bit and I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like, shut up for a second. I was like, what are you talking about? And she pulled up her uncle and she was like, my uncle, he drummed in like Santana. He drummed for Palanka. He drummed for like Ario Speedwagon. And we had been together for like a year at this point. And I was like, how have you not told me this before? <laughs> like, like, you know that I used to play the drums. She casually she, drops it in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, it's kind of, yeah, it was like. It never came up, but I was like, uncle was in Santana, and I looked him up, and yeah, he was. I think he's like on like the like released recording of Sant of of that of that song. Um, it, was, it was really, it was it was it was a really funny moment. I wish I knew someone that knew famous people. No, yeah. I found out I'm related to Willem Dafoe this summer. Really. Wait, wow. Yeah, because Defo is an old family name. If you go back a few generations uh, in my in my family, and but like he's so like he's in like America, and I think he's even like European. So I never thought that there was any connection. And I looked it up out of curiosity in the summer, and I think it's like his like great grandfather is from Ontario. And so I was like, oh, that means there probably is a relation there. <laughs> That's, cool. that's pretty cool. I was like, "Oh, that's fun." Willem Dafoe, mm -hmm. my cousin. Imagine you just find out you're related to like someone super famous. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, I don't that's... know if you know this person, um, but have you ever heard of the poem um, uh, "The Cremation of Sam McGee" or "The Shooting of Dan McGrew"? Oh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, written. It was written by a poet called uh, Robert Service, and I think he's oh. he's my ancestor. <laughs> That's oh. really cool. Oh, very fun. I'm boring. I don't have any like <laughs> famous ancestors that I know of. I, I have. I, I actually have an uncle who's pretty famous in BC, because um, he's a glass blower and is very well known for making uh, marijuana pipes. Huh, nice. So he 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 actually is like well known in, in BC for that. I think he was in like a Vice documentary. About about marijuana in BC, <laughs> and now he like runs like I don't know I, I don't know what it's called, but like they grow marijuana and they they're like a supplier for dispensaries, so they have an actual like legal operation that they send it to, and it's a uh, it's pretty funny. I must say legal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like we should all just do like the ancestry dot com and just. Yeah. I actually have done that. Have you really? Oh, not Ancestry, we'll but 23 and Me. Oh, yeah, that was the other one. I was yeah. like, there's another one that's really famous. Mm -hmm. I work at a post office and people keep dropping off, like, DNA to send back. Mm -hmm. How I nice. remember mm -hmm. that. 23 and Me, yes. I want to do that so badly. Yeah. My mom wants to do but it. And then yeah. also it's like, like, a hundred and like something dollars. And I'm mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. I really want to do it that badly. <laughs> <laughs> there used to be, um, there was an old family folklore in my family on my mom's side that we were related to this old pirate um like really old english pirate and it was like it was never really confirmed it was kind of like we might be related to this guy and it was a story because he had like buried treasure somewhere and um we like did like more research into him as a person and he was an awful person <laughs> like there are several countries that he himself colonized and then we looked more into it and we are not related to him. Oh, <laughs> so, and so we're, we're, we're able to cut that tie. <laughs> but I told my, I told my friend about it once and they were like, Oh yeah, that guy like colonized my ancestors country. And I was like, and I was like, thank God we're not related to him. Thank God we're not related. Then. Yeah. It was like, yay. <laughs> and then like, we looked, yeah, we looked back at it and it literally took us like five minutes to go, Oh, we're not related to him. Like it was like there was like there wasn't even a chance. It was really funny because it was a big folklore, and it took like a five minute Google search to find out. Oh, this guy had no kids. <laughs> like, oh. like, why was this ever a question? Why were we? And ever like, scared? and like, none of his brothers ever had kids, so the family name wouldn't have been passed down. 
it was it was a pretty funny like oh that's too funny i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) no yeah it was really funny oh no and then we looked into it and it's all good now we're all fine that's good it's clear (laughs) i guess it's a bad thing that of doing like an ancestry or 23andme what if you're related to like a serial killer Mm -hmm. there was there was that show like who do you think you are and it was a big thing where ben affleck went on to it and he had them cut out a part where he found out that his family owned slaves and it was a big controversy if they were of like he had them like he like made them cut it out like they legally could not air that i and mean big, he probably wouldn't have not survived that to be honest oh, yeah yeah it was not great for his image mm-hmm. oh, yeah i do think that is all the time that we have for this week Thank all right both so much for coming on the show it was a very fun time and yeah we'll see everybody next week Thank you, Jack.